Hi, everybody. Welcome to Busy Living So Busy Living So Busy Living So It is episode, I think we're at 182. Episode 182. Isn't that crazy, JF? It is. It's a lot of episodes. A lot of episodes. And people might say, oh my gosh, you're talking to your husbands. You're not actually like sitting next to each other. And, um, you're sitting in different spots of the house. And my answer is yes, that is true. And JF definitely prefers being together when we do this. But the problem being that we can't record it if we're doing it that way. So we are going to go ahead and do our episode 182 here. And what should our topic be today, JF? I don't know. I had to move. You had to move? Yep, that was echoey. So I'm back in my spot. So I want to talk about COVID recovery and most importantly, like realizing, like for me, I just have to talk about this because I don't know if I've talked about it at all, but you know, we're all running all the time. At least I always was pre-coronavirus, pre-COVID-19. I was running all the time. And I don't mean physically running because anybody who knows me knows that I'm not a runner. But I would emotionally run, right? So I'm sober, but I'm running around, I'm running around, and I'm running around, and I'm running around. And then we get this COVID-19 and we have to be in our homes and we have to isolate and we have to social distance, all these crazy things that aren't in my MO. But that has forced me to get quiet. And... How is that being quiet to you? <clears throat> How is it for me to be quiet? Yeah, because I think that for everyone, we've lived, we, we came from such, and I don't want to be like we came like we've, been, we've come from a different land, but we came from such, um, excuse me, the next door neighbor's dog is barking and it's obnoxious. So I'm actually going to go inside and talk to you still, but I'm going to go inside so we don't have this background music background barking it's not really music but mm -hmm. so when we are so this covid the running and the going from meeting to meeting to meeting so let's say you would go to you went to a 12-step meeting or you talk to your friends you'd hang out you were always on the run right so it didn't have time there was no time to really ponder or to Think about what's how you're really feeling. At least there wasn't for me because we were always running. So I think that when you one, I'm going to say one instead of you, but when one decides, you know what, I have to stop running and I have to sit here with these feelings, the feelings aren't always comfortable, are they? No, not at all. No. They make you question everything, at least for me. Did they make, are they making you question things? No, I'm just, uh, you know, I mean, I, my, my day hasn't changed nearly as much as yours has because five days a, a week I worked eight to 10 hours a day, which I did pre COVID. And now I do during COVID from the same place at the same workstation. So you know, that part of my day hasn't really changed. Um, what's changed is there's not much to do. I mean, there's not as much to do on the weekends. There's not as much to do after work because, you know, you and I used to go out to dinner a lot and we don't do that anymore. 
amongst other things. So it's gotten quieter from that aspect. Um, and travel plans like there's no, well, there's no vacations. There's no travel. There's no really no, it's really difficult to find even like a new movie to watch. Right. Cause it's just not easy. (laughs) Every now and then one pops up. Um, and, and we're down to, we've watched every TV show that we'd ever want to watch probably like the rest of America. And we're like, I can't believe they're not making new seasons to the shows that we like, but you know, they're not right now. So, um, yeah, so we have some time on our hands and we have to find, uh, you know, we have to find at least anyway, I have to find other things to do with my time. Um, and I kind of fell into a, I kind of fell into a rut, um, you know, which I'm trying to climb back out of that rut right now of, uh, you know, just like working and then doing nothing. And, uh, you know, there, and, and I can do good, healthy, uh, things that make me feel good that don't involve having to get in the car or leave the property. Um, and it's just me that hasn't been doing those. So I'm trying to get back to that a little bit. So I haven't been, uh, at least me personally, I have not been sitting around for hours stewing in my juices, you know, being reflective or introspective or whatever you want to call it. Cause I just, I say I have, a, a large, a large, big, the biggest chunk of my day hasn't changed. I actually usually work longer than I, I spend more hours working than I do sleeping on those work days. So that is the biggest chunk of my day and it hasn't really changed. If anything, well, you know, lucky for me up until uh, very recently, it's the busiest it's been in years, my work. So. But I think that we need to like backtrack and because busy living sober is about getting busy living sober. And we have right. to admit things that might not be that comfortable sometimes on the show. So when you talk about, yes, you work from, you know, you work from 8 a.m. until 4 p.m. And 4 p.m. to 10 p.m. is six hours. That's still a long, a large chunk of time. time. Right. And that time used to be filled with going and meeting friends and doing different things and getting in your car and going to meet other people over here or meeting somebody even for a cup of coffee or whatever. And that is not happening, right? Right, exactly. You're not. And so when we can't go and do those, those things, we tend to get a little, and I think you said you went through, you've, you've been going through a rough patch. And I think, said I felt a rut. You've been in a rut. Right. Spiritually, emotionally. Uh, just in, uh, physically and always. You and know, always. I've just been, I get done work and then I just sit on my butt. And that doesn't and make you happy. Thing. What's that? That doesn't make you happy. No, I mean, just watch TV. I'm just killing time, basically. Yeah. So there's better things that I could be doing. For sure. For sure. And um, maybe one of those could be to be introspective. I don't know. <laughs> Well, for me... But I haven't really been doing that either. No. Mm-mm. And um, I think that when we get stuck in these ruts, and I think that we get stuck in these ruts, and, like, for instance, I know the last time I think I was stuck in a rut that, like, I've been in, and it's so interesting. The one thing that makes me always feel better about this, I can tell you a couple things that I'm using for tools for me. One is 
knowing that I'm not the only one going through this makes me feel better. Do you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like knowing that I'm not the only one that's in a rut or isn't feeling up to par. I mean, we all know that anybody who listens to Busy Living Sower knows that I'm like a very high energy, very, I love people, I love moving, I love doing stuff. And that has all come to a screeching halt. And, and now you're not sober. What, excuse me? And that's, it's like being not busy living sober. Oh, exactly. It's been not like busy living sober. And I've been going to Zoom meetings and at times they get a little mundane and I don't get that excited about them. But then I came to this, I came to a place, to, I guess it was like a week and a half ago where I was just like, oh my God, I, I want to, I need help. I need help. I need help. I need help. And um, I reached out for help. And I got some help last week and I got some direction from someone that's actually like trained to help people that when like a therapist, that's why I did. I called a therapist and I got, did some work and she gave me some tools to work through them. And I'm trying a new 12 step group that I haven't tried before. I've done, I'm five days into this new thing and I've gone to four of one type of meeting and I'm actually really, really, really enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. It's, um, it's given me, I don't know, a new set of glasses for lack of a better word. And um, I'm dealing with life like, it's very interesting because we, as everybody knows, we're in Florida. It's not cool in Florida in the summer. It's the exact opposite. And I'm an outdoors person, but I'm trying to take like, I used to force myself to go outside because I got to go outside because it's nice out. I've got to go outside. I still feel better from outside, but now it's like you go outside and you're like, oh my God, I can't even breathe. So you come back inside. So it's kind of like being in winter up north. Like if you are in the dead of winter, you're not outside that much because you're like, it's too freaking cold. Well, it's just too freaking hot here. So I am okay with saying, all right, I'm going to stay inside, but I'm trying to find things to do. What do you do during those or what are the things that you want to get back to that you used to do that helped keep you busy living sober and now you're definitely still sober but i don't know if you're busy living sober either like i got a kickstart so what do you think you need or what do you recommend to people that are out there because do you feel like you've you've hit your bottom of being sick and tired of being sick and tired of COVID? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think so. You know, I mean, uh, one thing that's always helpful to me is just to take an hour and exercise, which I did today, and I felt great for it. But I haven't done it in a while. And I don't know why, because <clears throat> it's so easy to do. <laughs> you know, it doesn't require really anything other than throw on a pair of shorts and go exercise. Um, and I do it right next to my office here. So I did that, and uh, I think that, um, you know, I need to find, <clears throat> I need to uh, get back to tinkering because I've always been a tinkerer, and uh, I enjoy that, and it keeps me busy, and it keeps, you know, it's, it's, a, it's always a good thing for me because the thing I like about that is, you know, when, I, when I'm finished with a task, I can look at it and say, like, it's done, you know. Like that's done and that's nice and and uh, you know that's a hobby of mine. So for other people have other hobbies, but I'm sure that uh, 
there's lots of hobbies that people can do, you know, that don't require actually leaving the property. That's kind of the beauty of a hobby. And uh, it is something that you generally do, you know, by yourself. And it's nice for me. It's, it's uh, when I'm working with my hands, <clears throat> um, I'm, I really clear my mind. And uh, that's a good thing. Like I, I don't, when I'm working with my hands, the mind is not talking to me the whole time. You know, it's, it's just, I don't know where it goes, but it's not there. And do you feel like because you're working with your hands and you're in your hands and you're not in your mind, do you feel better then at that time? So you're not worrying about things. Cause do you feel like, do you find that during this COVID you've been worrying about things more or like when no. you're sitting there and you've been getting like, as you in the rut, I have to use, just say rut. I don't want to say that. Not, I don't worry about things much at all. And I haven't worried about COVID much at all. I mean, I haven't worried about things during COVID much at all. It's just that I'm cooped up. It's like cabin fever. And I get up, you know, it's been months and months and months of, you know, the same four walls and, you know, the same two dogs and the same lovely wife and, uh, you know, the same neighbors and the same trash. And it just, that's it. Like, and that's quite the opposite of, of how we used to live. You know, when we traveled fairly frequently and uh, saw a lot of different people and interacted with a lot of different folks. And I mean, just, you know, we used to go for, uh, you and I used to go for very long walks through our, our old hometown in Pennsylvania. And, uh, you know, we'd see people we knew, we'd say hi, we'd stop and chat, we walked our dogs, you know, it was out, we'd go wander through college campuses or whatever it was very nice and uh you know and and we're not doing that now because you know it's not a worry for me but you know it's a precautionary thing is that uh, where we are there's a lot of people with covid and you know there's a, a lot of people that don't seem to um <laughs> well bottom line is they don't wear masks when they're out in public and i'm so i'm conscious of that and i don't want to get too close to those people which means that like, especially on weekends, I can't go out a lot because there's people everywhere not wearing masks and I don't want to be a part of that. So I stay here. And why don't you want to go north where you might, like, why don't you just get in your car and go someplace else? Because you can't really go anywhere. It's the same thing everywhere. Yeah. It's the same thing everywhere. And it's like, I think that if you were, and I think, I wonder if you were someone because that had decided during this COVID that, you know what, my relationship with alcohol is not very good. Me, alcohol, not so good. I think I'm gonna get sober right now during COVID-19. It's hard. Wouldn't you think it would be hard? I guess, I, it's not something I would do. <laughs> <laughs> There's what no, I mean, for one thing, if I can't go anywhere, I, couldn't got, I probably couldn't get arrested for anything, so that'd be perfect. Yeah, but that sounds like a terrible, terrible, terrible demise is to go and say I died during COVID because I was drinking too much. And I have heard of two people that have died because of alcohol during COVID. I believe it. 
you know? It's hard. And I think that the one thing that also helps me, which I think that if you've decided that you want to quit drinking is like taking it one day at a time. Like, I think one day at a time is the only thing that really works. I think that really taking it more than that and being in the uncertainty is, um, is, is very, is very, very, very hard. I think that, um, taking care of your needs and figuring out what your needs are so that you get comfortable in your skin is like the most important thing. And I think because of COVID and you sit here, at least for me, I'm going to give you an example because I don't work all day. I do my, I do this. I respond to emails and, um, I do have a lot of things that I do with my hands. I needlepoint, I paint, I paint I a see lot. Some of your paintings in the background. You see one of my paintings in the background. Um, yes. I paint, I don't judge my painting. I just do it. I just love it. I love the outlet of it. I just want to, I wish I, and it's crazy because I don't have time and I don't even know what I'm doing. It's like, what am I doing? I spend two hours a day. I doing 12 step. I do do that because I do need to be around people. And I know it's not the same because I can't physically touch or feel them, but I feel the sense of them because I've been doing zoom for so long that it feels like I'm right next to you, even though I'm not right next to you. It's okay. I'm, mm -hmm. I, it's working for me. Maybe I grew up, you know, I was born in 1968. So I've watched TV like my whole life. So it's like, I live on TV now. It's like, whatever, big deal. So I'm just- You're finally on TV, that's right. What? You're finally on TV. You always wanted to be. I'm on TV, but it's Zoom. Uh -huh. I mean, it's not really TV, it's a computer screen. But anyway, not to, not to digress, which we just did. You know, the tools I learned when I came in and reaching out and being able to talk to somebody and being able to go to these Zoom meetings has given me such a, I mean, it really is beneficial to me. I found a groove. I found a place where I feel comfortable and um, I'm trying new things. I'm willing to try new things. I'm willing I'm willing to do things differently because I want my life to be different in the future. I feel like... Um, just an idea. So whoever's out there and you're listening today. So I, you know, I'm not a great meditator, but I liked, I, I would, I aspire to be a better meditator. And someone gave me said, why don't you build a meditation altar? And I was like, what is that? And like find a place in your house that's just for you. And you're going to set up your meditation and you can go there. So I went today, I actually went with my with my mask on and I went, you actually came with me and we went to a crystal store, which is really groovy and kind of cool here in Fort Lauderdale. It's actually, it's called flowless. I think flow flex low and life, low life. It's um, it's very cool. It's in Victoria park and it's a crystal store if you want to Google it, but she's got great stuff. And I was talking to the owner and she's got wonderful energy, just really great. Just feels, you know, just feels wonderful when you're mm -hmm. in the store and I was like, you know, this COVID is so hard. And she's like, it is hard, but we needed it. And the earth, we need as a human beings, we needed to stop and reevaluate what is important and what isn't. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we take the time to really feel like understand what makes us tick and what doesn't make us tick. And we take the time to realize like, all right, my relationship with alcohol isn't good. I've got to do something to change it. That isn't bad to do. No. That's no. a good 
it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. And I know you can't get arrested, but the benefits of it are more than not getting arrested. You know, the benefits are waking up in the morning and actually liking yourself. You know, I had, I have a new person I've been talking to a listener and she got a week, she got a week of sobriety and then she drank and that's a big part of drinking is relapse. And I think we don't pay enough attention to that just because neither of you, you or I have never relapsed, but I think a lot of people relapse and then they beat themselves up more. And I think that if you're going to be, don't beat yourself up. Like if you're going to drink, drink knowing that you're going to wake up tomorrow and not be happy about your drinking, but you're going to make the choice and you're going to wake up tomorrow and not be happy. And then what do you do from there? But to continue it on and use that as a way to beat yourself up and beat yourself up and I'm not going to get sober and I'm a loser or whatever you put into your head. I don't think that's like a good thing to do. No, doesn't sound like a good thing to do at all. No, I think that if you want to drink, you know, and you realize that you don't have a, you don't have a good relationship. Like for me, I real, I woke up one day and I'm like, yeah, me and booze, aren't working anymore. Like every time I go out, I get drunk. Every time mm-hmm. I wake up, I freaking hate myself from the night before. That was me. I did not. I woke up full of remorse, regret, shame, all this stuff. I can't believe I did it again. And until I got sick and tired of being sick and tired, like we mentioned earlier, did I do anything to change? Well, and, and what you were mentioning before is just how difficult it would be to get sober during this time of COVID. And uh, that's what I was really responding to was that it would be, it seems to me it'd be so hard. I mean, um, they say when you hit your bottom, you hit your bottom. And uh, so I guess if you really hit your bottom during this, you're going to figure it out. But I just know like when it was my time, um, I just, you know, I stepped into a 12 step meeting and next thing you know, I had people picking me up and taking me places and telling me I'm going to do this and telling me you're going to be here and we're going to meet these guys. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And they were, you know, they were very hands-on and, uh, and really, uh, did me a huge service, you know, to, to, uh, keep me, uh, like busy being sober, ironically. They, they, they kept me very busy and, uh, and they kept me surrounded by really good people. Um, so, and I just think to myself, gosh, <clears throat> this is uh, it's a different time now because that's not happening. Um, you know, so I'd have to like find somebody that somehow knew somebody that was in touch with the program that could say, oh, well, they're having these, these online meetings now. This is how you can connect with some people. Um, you know, while you're sitting, a lot, a lot of people that have drinking problems live by themselves. So you're sitting in a house by yourself. I, I really feel for those people. I think it would be incredibly difficult. And I'm very grateful for how easy it was for me. And, and really, like, when I think about the times right now, it's not too different about what I think about when, um, when Bill W. and his friends wrote that first, uh, you know, Alcoholics Anonymous book back in 1939 and their plan was we're just going to write this book and get it published and then send it everywhere and somebody someplace in Timbuktu was going to find that book and 
somebody who has a drinking problem is going to find that book and read it and get sober from reading the book and then start a 12-step meeting where, where their town is and go find other, other people. And I think, wow, that really took, like, that was a serious bottom. I mean, that took a lot of effort and a lot of work um, for those people to be able to do that. And I think, gosh, you know, would I have been, would I have ever gotten sober if that's the way I had to do it back then? It was so much easier for me. I guess that's my point is, it was just so easy that you could fall in with a group of people that would really take care of you until you could take care of yourself. You know, part of like what you always like to say, they'll love you until you love yourself, but they'll also take care of you until you can take care of yourself. And, um, you know, in this, this age right now, that's lacking. So that's got to be tough. That would be really difficult, I think. So I'm going to use myself as an example because as I just admitted to everybody here, I'm doing a new 12 step group. And, um, and I have, you know, I got sick and tired in my, of what I was doing was not enough. My, what my, the 12 steps that I was using in AA was not enough for me. I needed something more and I'm trying this thing and it's called adult children of alcoholics. I'm just calling myself out there cause we all know I'm transparent. So I'm going to these ACA meetings. And so what did I do? I knew that I was, couldn't, what I was doing wasn't working anymore. I, I still hadn't gotten deep and I needed to do some more work on myself. And so I Googled ACA meetings and um, online meetings and I got this whole list. So now I've been to a meeting in the Netherlands. I've been to a meeting in Chapel Hill, North Carolina. I've been to a meeting in Tennessee. I've been to a meeting that I have no idea where it was. There were people all over the world. There were hundreds of people there. And I have just been willing to do this. And it's like, I have to say in some ways it's easier because when you, when I got sober and you had to walk into a church basement and I like that shame, oh my God, I'm here. This is the last place in the world I want to be. That is gone because you're going into a room. You don't know anybody really. You don't. I mean, I haven't known anybody that's been in any of the rooms I've been in. I don't think maybe there has been, I don't know, but you go in and I'm in my house. It's safe. I'm behind my screen. I can, if I want to share, I can share. Um, if I don't want to share, I don't have to share, but it's like being a voyeur of life. And I feel like a lot of people in life are voyeurs these days. They voyeur into everybody else's life on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Facebook. So it's, it falls right into what the young people are doing anyway. So, or, and everybody's doing, you know, mm -hmm. they're preparing. so now you get to voyeur into a meeting and nobody really even has to know you're there. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Well, thank you for sharing that. It's yeah. A great Hopefully that would be helpful to some people. Yeah. It's interesting. It's like, you know, I think that in some ways it would be a, a lot easier. It's like, oh my gosh, this feels so much easier. I just have to go in. Nobody knows I'm here. Just go in, sign in. You know, I know people that go in with the iPhone. It just says iPhone. They've signed on their iPhone and um, you don't know who they are. You don't know what's going on with them. nothing. And so, and if they don't share, they're just sitting there participating, even though they, they might not be sharing, they're kind of participating because they're actually there. And I think that that is something that we have to be willing to do. I find it more helpful when I 
say, hi, I'm here. This is who I am. And I speak a little bit. I find that brings me closer to the group. And then I get more names. Like I've gotten a bunch of phone numbers now and um, it's my job to take it to the next level and call the people and say, Hey, or text somebody. I know text is kind of hiding, but I, c I can do all those things. Mm -hmm. Interesting. See, I'm not of that generation of people who, you know, look at all that social media stuff all the time anyhow. So it's all very like new to me. Right. But and I it, like the perspective that you gave. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. But there's all different ages of people in these meetings that I've been going to. These ACA meetings, it's like from older right. to everything. It's like crazy. It's like there's everything's out there. We're all out there to help each other because this is a hard time. And mm -hmm. I think if you and I, 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 I don't feel like I'm that like special or that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Unique. That. I'm the only one that's feeling like this during this time. I don't think we're the only ones. Mm -hmm. No, everybody that I talk to is definitely uh, just getting slowly but surely burned out on COVID. And, uh, you know, I think a lot of people like look, like watch the news and see the, all these raucous parties and beaches and this and that. And, you know, and they're like, you know, Boy, that looks appealing. But, you know, then they look around and there's my parents or there's my children or there's my responsibilities and, you know, I can't do that. So as we come to a close today, mm -hmm. I want to put out there that we don't want COVID to be the thing to bring you down, right? We don't want COVID to bring you down. We want COVID to help you get to a level in which you, if you decide that you've got something wrong, like you're not happy, it's you, nine tenths. I know we like to put it and say it's everybody else, but it's always inside of ourselves. And if you're out there and you feel like there's something going on that you would like to change, you, the resources are there, even though we can't go outside. And so reach out for those resources is my number one. That's what I want to say. You know, I'm doing an art class on Zoom. I'm, um, you know, it's, it's, I'm doing what I can. So it's been, you know, I just want people not to feel so down and out. And there are resources. And if you want to reach out to me, busy, B-I-Z-Z-Y, at busylivingsober.com, that's B-U-S-Y, um, I'll respond and know that you're not alone. But have the courage to go out and seek help for yourself because, you know, it's, um, it's free. Zoom is free and meetings are free. I mean, they ask you to give them money, but you don't have to. So if you don't have any money and you're battling something, you're like, I can't afford to have a therapist or I can't afford to do this. You can afford to sign onto a meeting and please do it. Go to Google, put in whatever it is. If it's co there's codependency, there's Al-Anon, there's AA, there's ACA, there's just many options out there and use those resources today and know that you are not alone because um, this is a hard time for everybody. Thanks JF for being coming on again. Thanks for having me, Elizabeth. Love ya. Oh. Here. All right. <laughs> Bye everybody. Bye everybody. Until next time, keep getting busy living. So, so Bye. Bye.